Have you noticed so much business and marketing content out there is so abstract and airy-fairy? Like what they're saying sounds good, but what do you actually need to do? That's where the Good Marketing, Good Business podcast comes in. This is where I share practical strategies to help you grow your service-based business. And in case we haven't met yet, I'm Shannon Stone, award-winning business and marketing consultant. And for the last decade or so, I've been diving in deep with small business owners, helping them to make more sales and get more done in less time. And today's episode is no different. Enjoy. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Today we are talking about crazy simple ways to make sales. Super excited for this one. You're definitely going to need a pen and paper for this one. Actually, do have a pen and paper, but I've got a little sneaky surprise at the end. So definitely listen in. What we're doing today, we are going through some really simple ways to make sales in your business. It doesn't matter how advanced you are. These are going to be some foundational things that we have to do no matter what. We will jump in. There's five different categories, but within each category, I could have gone on and on, honestly, but under each category, there's probably another five under each. So you're going to have 25, 30 or so different ways that you can make sales in your business. So hence why I said pen and paper is a must. Okay. Category number one is phone calls. Now, most service businesses I work with still handle phone calls in their business. It's like with the internet, a lot of people uh, just in this online world, but I'm a fan of having phone calls in business, having your phone number on your website, giving people a way to contact you. If you're a purely nomadic online business, it can be a completely different story, but I think it really adds this level of professionalism to your business. So phone calls is the first one. Now, how can you make more sales by phone calls. So the first one is to answer the phone when people ring. Crazy simple, right? But a lot of people don't do it. I think it's with the online world, we're just so caught up in not wanting to talk to people. That's not me, but it is definitely some people. But we have to answer the phone when it rings. If someone is calling you at a time that is not convenient, one, you don't have to answer if it's that you're with a client, you know, you obviously wouldn't interrupt a session with a client to answer a call or for whatever reason you can't answer. That's okay as well. We'll talk about that. But, you know, you need to answer the phone 100% of the time that you're able to answer the phone. We're not avoiding calls in business, just like I'm sure you don't want to avoid clients. So number one is to answer the phone when it rings. Another thing you can do with phone calls is to answer your phone professionally. I feel like I shouldn't have to tell people this, like I shouldn't have to tell people a lot of these things, but these are all good reminders. So what is a professional way that is on brand for you to answer the phone? Do you have a separate phone for business? If you've only got one phone, I would always be answering your phone professionally. If your business and personal phone is the same, always answer it professionally. Okay, next one. Say you answer the phone and it's the wrong time for you. Maybe for whatever reason, you can't take the full phone call that, you know, someone on the other line is wanting from you. You Maybe you're out and about or maybe you answer it while you're in the car or whatever it might be. You're out and about doing things. I would still answer the call if it was suitable to answer it. You know, if you were 
say, for example, for whatever reason you were in a bar or a nightclub, I personally wouldn't be answering my business phone if I was in any of those settings, not that I really frequent any of those. So I definitely wouldn't be answering a phone in those circumstances. If I was at, you know, a noisy venue, a kid's thing, and there's kids screaming everywhere, I still wouldn't probably answer the phone. If I was able to step out, then I would. But say you answered the call and someone is like, hey, basically, they're wanting your prices, your packages, and all those things. But normally, your process is to have a proper sit-down phone call with them, a proper sales call where you answer some questions and all those things. This is how I would approach it. I would take the phone call, professionally answer it and say, look, I would love to, I'm just out and about at the moment. Do you mind if I call you back this afternoon or do you mind if we make a time for me to call you back and then take down their details and then handle it that way? So you're still answering the call. You're answering the call professionally, but you're also doing due diligence by that person and also yourself by saying, hey, I can't quite have this full conversation now, but I would love to call you back. When would be suitable to speak about this some more? And I think that actually goes much further than the person. So, you know, let's assume they're calling multiple people to get quotes and things like that. Answering the phone that way is going to go much further than the person or the business who doesn't answer the call at all. So keep this in mind when you're thinking of not wanting to answer the phone for whatever reason. All right, next one with phone calls. Return missed calls and return those calls more than once. So if someone calls you, maybe you're in a client session, you're not going to pick up the phone, obviously. Always return those calls that someone's left. Whether you have voicemails turned on or not, listen to those, but always return any kind of missed call and return that call more than once as well. It's just these little small foundational things that go really far. And I do say return it more than once because you just never know. They could be busy. Maybe they don't have a voicemail turned on so you can't leave a message. Return it, return the call a few times and, you know, then I say this to my clients all the time. I rather, if someone disappears, I rather it be based on them disappearing, not because I didn't follow up and I didn't do my due diligence. So I like to hold that standard as a business to say, well, I will follow through the way that I think is relevant and in integrity for the way that I run my business. And if they're going to ghost, if they're not going to return the call, if for whatever reason, we don't know, right? I rather it be on them, not because I made up stories in my head around why they're not picking up the call. So return missed calls and return them more than once. The last one I have for you in phone calls is to Google missed call numbers. I don't know if other people do this, but I definitely do. I always Google a missed call number. Just when you Google a phone number, most often it'll tell you who that phone number belongs to. If it's a business, it'll tell you that in most cases. Or if it's a telemarketer or a spam, I'm definitely not going to be calling them back and I'm not going to be calling them back more than once. So I get that information really quickly. So then I know, do I need to really pursue following up this phone number or not? So Google missed call numbers. Alrighty, that's the first category, phone calls. Hope you got that down. 
Okay, next one. Act promptly, especially with lead. So by this, we mean act fast, be on the ball. Okay, we'll go into some of the um, deeper details with this. So acting promptly. The first one I've got for you is when people ask you a question. Now, this could be verbally. I'm sure you're not going to leave people hanging when they ask a verbal question. So I'm more so applying this to the online space. So uh, whether it be someone sends you a message to your business page, they've asked, they're asking you some form of question, or maybe it's in a Facebook group, or maybe they're sending you an email, an inquiry form, they've got questions about your services. Act promptly when people fill in these things, when they ask these questions, a little goes a really long way. That's the first one. Act promptly when answering questions or inquiries. The next one is Act promptly when it comes to providing contact details or next steps. Now, I see this a lot in Facebook groups. So someone might say tag you in a Facebook group. And by that, I mean, you know, someone is looking for a logo designer and then they tag your business and say, your business is really good at creating logos. I would chat to that person. Now you come in, I would thank the person who tagged you. They're basically being a referral partner for you. Thank them for recommending you or tagging you onto that post inside that Facebook group. And I would have a look at what their request is in that post. You know, I'm looking for a logo designer who does this style and this turnaround time and all those things. Respond to those. And then I would provide your contact details or next steps for going forward. I wouldn't say, yes, I do logos. Reach out if you have any questions. That is a very passive way to watch your leads float on by and not come to you. I would rather, and I would suggest, and I always say this to people, provide the contact details or your next step. So hi, yes, acknowledge the post, um, acknowledge the person who tagged you. And then you want to say, I'd love to have a chat about how I can help you with your logo. Here's where to book a call, or here's the next steps, or am I able to send you a message? Or feel free to book a call here. If you have any questions, please send me a message. This comes back to my point earlier of if people are to not pursue working with you, I rather it be on that lead and not on you. So no stone unturned, do everything you need to do on your end by you've given them the details to book a call or you've given your phone number or you've popped your email in, whatever your next step is, Provide all those contact details. And this is so double-winded. It's so good. I'll tell you a next complimentary tip here. But provide it all there so your person has it, that lead has it. So if they want to pursue you, they don't have to go digging. And so especially in a Facebook group setting where there's lots of people being tagged, it's really hard for the person who in this case is looking for a logo designer to go through all of them. They're not going to go through every single person. They might, but it depends how many people are there. So if you make it easy for people to contact you or do the next steps, they're going to take those next steps that you're suggesting. The complimentary tip I have to this is, especially in a Facebook group setting, if someone's looking for a logo designer, they're the one posting about it, asking for recommendations, you're tagged, then you provide your contact details. Not only is the person who posted it going to see it, but so is everyone else and everyone else in future who might search the group for a logo designer or logo person. 
And they'll have your contact details and next steps there as well. So you're doing a favor for the person right now, but you're also doing a favor in future as well. So double-winded um, kind of win there. Okay, acting promptly. Last one I'm going to share with you in this category is to act promptly when sending off information, proposals, quotes, invoices, all these kind of things. I would never sit back or recommend people like don't play hard to get in business. Honestly, it it just doesn't cut it, especially in this world where you can be replaced instantly. Someone can find exactly what you do easily within seconds, right? So if someone has expressed interest, they want more information about working with you or they want you to send a proposal, if that's how, if you send proposals, if or they're asking for a quote or they're ready to go ahead and you just need to send off your agreement or your invoices, act promptly. Get it out there and get it out there as quickly as possible. Don't play hard to get. Okay, next one. Make it easy to take the next steps. All right, this is our third chunky category. So say, for example, you come across someone, they want some of your help. So you meet someone at a networking event and they're looking for help with, we'll stick with the logo designer example. You're a logo designer and they want your help. And you say to them, yeah, just visit my website and fill in an inquiry form and then we can take it from there. That is not making it easy for someone to take the next steps. Similar in the previous scenario with the Facebook groups, you need to do a little bit of handholding. A little customer service goes a long way. And if you're not willing to do that, I think really that's the right word. If you're not willing to provide some customer service, some handholding, I think it's not going to get you very far or you're going to lose a lot of leads. So instead of saying, just go visit my website and fill in an inquiry form and then we'll go from there. Send the person the website. Send them the link to the inquiry form or they're giving you the inquiry then and there. What are the next steps from there? Don't make it hard for people to buy from you. So I don't want to hear people saying, go visit my website, go do that thing. So you're sending them off into the ether. They're not going to follow through. The other thing I would say with this in making it easy to take the next steps is if you met someone at a networking event and they wanted help with uh, your logos, you're a logo designer, take it upon yourself to say, what's your email? I will email you. Or what's your name? Let me connect with you on LinkedIn and I'll follow up with you after the event. I love to tell people to, you know, the, the person we can trust the most in this world is ourselves. So if you said to that person, here's my website, go fill in the inquiry form. The ball is in their court. You haven't captured their details in any kind of way. You don't know their first and last name. You don't have their email address. So everything is just riding on, I hope they go to your website and fill in the inquiry form. But if you do that little bit of hand-holding, hand-holding is probably not even the right word, to be honest. But if you take it upon yourself to say, you know what, I will email you how I can help you with the logo. I will connect with you, whether you do it then and there or you do it after the networking event in this case. You've got more control to be able to turn that lead into a sale. So trust yourself always. Don't leave it upon the other person to do the thing. And, it, you know, life happens, things happen. It may not be because they don't want your help. 
they could have forgotten. They could have forgot your name. They spelt your website wrong. You know, so many different scenarios could have happened. That's why this is called crazy simple ways to make sales because these are incredibly simple ways to make sales. But at the same time, it could be crazy, stupid ways to lose sales. And we don't want that to happen. So take it upon yourself. Treat every person as a quality lead and follow it through until they buy. Okay. The fourth category I have for you. Now, this one, you're going to want to set aside a bit of time. Now, I've mentioned here, set aside about an hour to audit all your platforms and your entire online footprint. Even if you're not using all the different platforms that exist or all the different platforms that you say you don't really use Instagram, but you do have a profile, you want to audit everything. And what you want to do with auditing all your platforms and Googling yourself and going through your website is to make sure that it's all accurate, it's up to date, and it's working. So accurate, up to date, and working. Is your phone number accurate and up to date? Is your email correct? Are your lead magnets correct? Is the link to book in with you correct? Is your calendar still syncing and working correctly? Is your Google listing connected correctly? Are your pages connected correctly? In your email signature, is that up to, up to date and accurate? So I want you to go through your Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, like any platform you have a connection to, YouTube, anything you may have forgotten about, Google yourself, look at your Google listing, have a look at your website and all the links and emails and phone numbers that might be on there as well. Have a look at all of them and just make sure they're accurate, they're up to date and they're working. Don't forget your email signature as well. So I would recommend put aside an hour and go through all of them. And here's like an extra tip as well. Do yourself up a list of all these places that you're going to audit because you might redo this exercise once every, say every 12 months, for example. It's not one you have to do all the time. So then you've got a system to then be able to go back through and audit it again in future. Keep that tucked away as an SOP. All right, that's an easy one. Audit all your platforms. Just going to take a little bit more time. Okay, the last one that I have for you is tell everyone everywhere in every way. And what I mean by this is if you are doing a promotion or you're launching something or you've created a lead magnet, an ebook or something, you like whatever the thing is, something a little bit out of the everyday, um, you want to tell everyone in every way everywhere. I said it backwards. Tell everyone everywhere in every way. That's what you want to do. So say, for example, you, the logo designer, created this brand new ebook. It's an amazing thing. You're, you've got this design background, so it's beautiful. It's got all the value in it. It should be put out to every single person, right? It's really going to help them. You need to publish it on all platforms You need to pin it to the top of all your pages. So Facebook allows you to pin a post, your business pages there, your groups if you've got one. I think even your personal profile if you use it, it allows you to pin it. Instagram, you can publish it as a highlight, put it on your stories. You can pin post on Instagram now as well. LinkedIn, you can mark it as an announcement or a featured post. You can publish it as an article. You can send it out to your email list. 
you can pop it into your email signature, put a link into your email signature about it. You can update all your banners and your graphics, so your cover photos, your email signature photo, anywhere and everywhere. If you've got a podcast and you've just launched this new lead magnet, you know, record a, a 20, 30 second voice note about your new lead magnet and put it on the last 10 episodes that you publish, for example. Tell everyone everywhere in every way. And like I said, when you audit all the different platforms and write a list of all these places, I would really recommend that when it comes to this final tip, tell everyone everywhere in every way, create a list of all these places and use that as a system as well. So next time you've got something to promote or to talk about, or you've been nominated for an award, for example, you've got all the places you need to publish it. You know where to pin it. You know where to highlight it. You know what graphics to create. You just know how to tell everyone everywhere in every way. And this is about getting in front of your leads to you it might seem like a lot it's like oh my god I've like published it on so many platforms and I'm like doing such a big hurrah around it but on the receiving end it might feel like that but it also might not someone might be following you only on one platform and so they only get a tiny dose of this full rollout of a campaign that you've done so tell everyone everywhere in every possible way another crazy simple way to make sales in your business. Now, these are the five categories that I said I would go through. And under each, as you know now, there's a bunch of, um, I guess, subcategories. There's probably about 25, 30 in total. Now, what I thought I would do to do us all a favor is I'll turn this into a PDF. So you've got it to hopefully use it as a checklist and go through, are you doing these things or how can you order your platforms or how you can tell everyone everywhere in every way? How can you act promptly? All these things. So I will turn this into a PDF. If you want a copy of this, send me a message on LinkedIn or Instagram, whichever you are on. I find most people are on at least one of those. If you're on Instagram or LinkedIn, send me a message and say, hey, Shannon, I listened to the podcast and I would love the PDF about crazy simple ways to make sales. Or just say, hey, I would love the PDF. I will know what you're talking about. As long as you say I'm from the Good Marketing, Good Business podcast, I will know exactly what you're talking about. We will be on the same wavelength. So I will do us all a favor and I'll put this into a PDF. So if you want it, send me a message, Shannon Stone on LinkedIn or Instagram, and I'll get that out to you. Hope you found this useful. Like I mentioned, these are crazy simple ways to make sales. They would also be crazy stupid ways to lose sales as well. I would hate for someone to lose a sale because they waited 24 hours to send off an invoice or they didn't return a phone call and or or you waited 24 hours to return a phone call and in that time they found someone else. And I've seen that happen before. And when they've spoken to the person who followed up late, that that person that actually was a better fit, but they'd already committed to someone else. Like these are the ones that are like daggers. Like I would hate for you to lose sales from the most simplest of ways. So come back to the foundations. These are always going to help you. And these little things really do go a long way. So I'll leave it at that for today. Do send me a message if you want the PDF, Shannon Stone on LinkedIn or Instagram. And I hope you have an amazing day. We'll chat soon. 
Hey, thanks for listening. If you found this episode useful, I'd love for you to send it to a friend. The best podcasts I have found have all been recommended to me. If you can spread the word by sharing this episode, I can spend more time helping you by creating episodes just like this one. Send it, text it, tell somebody about it, whatever you need to do. The more you spread the word, the more I can focus on creating needle-moving episodes to help you and your friends.